I saw this hilarious fucking TikTok, and I wish I could find it, but I probably never will. It's it was this girl who was like, uh, it was like every uh, TikTok live stream that you see, and she was like recreating them all. Dude, have you ever seen the ones where it's literally like a fucking big ass like undulating barrel of sand and crystals and they're there like oh yeah okay yeah. so they've got this is for oh. uh, this is for uh rum raisin skittles and they've got six they've got two scoops here so let's go one oh look at that they got a fucking heart they got a quartz heart and then they got oh, a hot wheels <laughs> oh this one's a really old Reese's <laughs> a kinder surprise egg and here's a surprise egg. And, and this we've got one another is, surprise egg. And this one is a subpoena. <laughs> and you just gave away your identity, bitch. This one you've just is been a surprise served. egg. <laughs> you've just been served. Dude, what's a surprise egg? Kinder surprise. Oh a kinder God, surprise an egg. thing. Yeah, you know those Bro, little I chocolate thought the, eggs? I thought we were just saying, like, this the, is a surprise egg. Like, who knows? No, a Kinder Surprise egg. It, no, I know these? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like they had the white inside. and orange thing, and there was a, inside there was the capsule that had a toy. Yes. I thought, I think they canceled that for a while because some kids were swallowing it whole. Now, that's a big fucking gullet to have. They, they, they're swallowing the whole surprise egg. <laughs> I and couldn't so swallow it. What they do is no. the challenge goes, the surprise egg challenge is you swallow the whole thing and you're, you're, you're trying to melt the chocolate with your body heat. And then cough they up didn't the know, toy. Yeah, but what they didn't know is that there's a, a, a solid steel Hot Wheels car on the inside of that. Yeah. And that's going to take years hey, to man. break down in your stomach. The amount of things that I've passed would break records. Would break I'm not heart. too worried about a kid <laughs> swallowing a fucking Hyundai. Dude, the amount of things that I've passed would honestly break your heart. It would. But you do it for selfish reasons. <laughs> well, I do it in you order like to You like how just... it feels coming out. No, I don't like the way it feels. I do it for like pride reasons. Like, yeah, right. I can pass that. Yeah, yeah, you do. It's arrogant. I could pass that. It's arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> And it's gotten you're to the point where I, I just, dude, I just do it with myself. It. Like I'm not even like showing anyone where I'm just like, yeah, I could pass that. No, you've done it in public. I've seen iPhone you do it at, 12 Max Pro. I've seen you I do it at an that. IHOP at three in the morning, dude. And the waiter's just trying to get off and go home. And before the bill comes, you're like, yeah, I could pass that. And, and you like, grab a, yeah, I've got my debit fork. card right here. And I go to hand the, 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 the debit card. You're like, you think I could pass that? <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I'm about to hand it to them. Right. And then they're about to take it. And I go, wait, real quick. You think I could pass this? I could pass that. Wait, blah, blah, real quick. You think I could pass that? He goes, what? What? Did you just swallow your debit card? Yeah. Yeah. Give me that 30 minutes. I'll pass that. Yeah. You give that 30 minutes. Do you have any other form of payment? I'll give you, give that 30 minutes. I'll give you a 10% tip maybe. (laughs) If you're lucky. We close. I hopped 24 hours. Well, I'm pissed then. Well, that seems like a you problem. Dude, I hop has become one of my fucking spots, bro. I hop so good goaded bro dude the sampler breakfast from Ooh, ihop yeah ah, little bit of everything yeah come in a little bit of sausage a little bit of ham a little bit of egg and a little bit of potatoes and some fucking pancakes <laughs> a little bit of ham a little bit of sausage a little bit of eggs a little bit of potatoes <laughs> potatoes <laughs> Trying to rack your brain what the fuck else comes with it um and then it Dude, comes yeah, with- I like getting, bro, a, a few, probably like a couple months ago, me, Lauren, Bruce, Autumn, and Steve went out 
ended up seeing no out invite fucking 2 a.m you don't live in this country okay and we went i think it was denny's we went to maybe it was ihop it was one of the other denny's we is went pretty to fired like too to be honest 2 a.m and i was like oh bro i've been fucking craving mozzarella sticks all night but I'm not going to stop there. I got mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks. Fucking mozzarella cheese. Mozzarella cheese sticks. Birth, birthed I got mozzarella. a fucking country fried steak and eggs plate. And I got a side of fucking gluttonous fucking dessert pancakes. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. You know what I did last time I was at IHOP, dude? I got the breakfast sampler, which is already enough food. Comes with the pancakes. You know what I says to the guy? I what says, says to, him, to him, can I make those chocolate chip pancakes? And he's like, oh, so you want me to sprinkle a little bit in there? So you want me to sprinkle a little into the batter? I'm like, No, I don't yeah, want just, you to do it. I want the yeah. chef to do it. Why would you do it? It was unbelievable. This guy who worked there was the craziest character I've ever seen in my life. He was absolutely drunk as fuck. He even mentioned how he has alcohol in his car. And he's like, He was wasted? Yeah, he's like, he's like performing. It was incredible. It was really entertaining. Oh, this man's on another level, dude. And he was literally like, so He's want, talking about being drunk on the job to his oh, customers? Oh, and swearing. He's like, so I don't fuck it up. Like, uh, uh, you want to sprinkle a little bit? Like, uh, he was like so you want this you want that like he was it was amazing like, we clapped for him we're like this is incredible i was like tell me your schedule this is incredible I, oh, but like but like uh, you're gonna get fired one of these days oh for sure gonna get fired <laughs> but it was not, so not funny yeah what the heck not yeah what the heck yeah not yeah what the heck you just say that what the heck like to yourself not yet not yeah what the heck not yet what the heck a lot of people have been not wanting yet. us to recreate that video okay let's do it We both want to be the gamer. <laughs> Why don't we, bo we both be it? Shave your pants. Hey, shave your pants. Change your pants. I'm not. No. God. Come on. What the heck? Shave your pants. What the heck? No. Go shit your pants. <laughs> Go shit your pants. No. What the heck? Go shit your pants, man. What the heck? No. Yes. What? Yes. yes. What the heck? Shitting. Yes, I already did. What the heck? You shit your pants. What the heck? Yeah. Oh, what the heck? <laughs> shut your pants. Yes, yeah, so? Shut up. You're, shut your nose up. Fuck. Oh, fuck what the heck? Heck. No, Every not right now. Shut your pants. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. Shut your pants. <laughs> Dude, that's incredible. What were you saying? What were you saying? What were you saying? <laughs> um, I was saying, oh, I wanted to make a quick announcement, you guys, because it's all been announced. Ladies and gentlemen, Whales Talk is playing in Los Angeles this month. Uh, in like five days or some shit at the Moroccan Lounge, uh, we're uh, opening slash direct support for uh, 1990 Nowhere. The Moroccan Lounge doors are at 10 p.m. Um, <coughs> not sure when I'm on. I'm probably on at like 10:30. <coughs> I'm guessing. But uh, oh, it's, well so it's a first late show. show. Fuck, it's late show. It is late show. I, but you can come for literally my set and then leave. No, yeah, 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 for sure. I you just know? potentially. Mm. I think I have a very early day the next day. You're in bed by 11. No. You go on at 11? <laughs> <laughs> no, I go on probably 10.30. You're, you're in bed by 11.25. It's fine. It doesn't matter. I was just uh, thinking about it. It's fine. I, no, I was anything. just complaining. <sighs> no, that's how you perceived it. I, I know. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I, I was didn't actually even stoked it about it. I didn't even perceive fuck, it. Fuck, dude. I have an early man. day the next day. Oh, fuck. Am I perceiving this wrong? Oh <laughs> uh, fuck, am I perceiving this as wrong? Hey guys, Emperor Palpatine here. That's just one of my little jokes. Thank you so much to HelloFresh for sponsoring today's episode of Beyond the Pine. With HelloFresh, 
You get farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit, you guys. Now more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save money. I know I am. This is true uh, in my everyday life, okay? Uh, in fact, HelloFresh is 25% less expensive than takeout and is even cheaper than grocery shopping too. Um, I actually have been eating HelloFresh uh, almost every day now. It's incredible. I, I just got a six-serving thing of it. I've had chicken. I have had pork. I've had burgers. Dill made these burgers for me that I had from HelloFresh that were absolutely phenomenal. Dude, we've been having everything. The vegetables are so fresh. It's been amazing saving me money, and I'm eating healthy, and I love it, dude. HelloFresh is here to make your hectic fall weeknights a little easier and a lot more delicious. They're quick and easy meals, including 20-minute meals, low prep, and easy-to-clean-up options. Take the stress out of mealtime with time-saving, no-fuss recipes ready in a snap. We've done days where we've meal prepped with HelloFresh and made all of them and had them for the week and things like that, and uh, it's just... It's wonderful. It really is. I love the food. Great vegetables. The recipes are delicious. It saves me money. It saves me time. And I get to cook with dill and just have good food. And I'm not putting garbage into my body. I'm putting healthy fuel. And I appreciate that so much. Guys, go to HelloFresh.com slash Pine16 and use code Pine16 for 16 free meals across seven boxes and three free gifts. That's HelloFresh.com slash Pine16 using code Pine16. Thank you so much to HelloFresh for sponsoring today's episode Beyond the Pine. Help yourself out. Try it. You got nothing to lose. You're only going to love it. It's America's number one meal kit. And that means something. Continue. No, Plug anyways. Uh, yeah, I'm so fucking excited, you guys. I'll put the link in the description if there's a link. It might just be like a show up, but like, dude, I've got 36 shirts and I'm picking them up today. And they are Whales Talk, man. They're those good, good Hanes. Um, they got the whale sock logo on the front. They're simple. It's a one run, 36 shirts. Um, you know, there's probably only like fucking, there's probably only like 25 of each size, 36 times 25. No, there's 36 shirts. So it's a limited run, but I just wanted to make sure I had something to commemorate the first show. And, um, you know, I'll sell them for a reasonable price. Um, I'm losing, I'm in a bad financial spot and I'm losing money going out to the show. I'm fine, but I am literally losing money going to the show for sure. But it's an investment. Hey, you got to invest in yourself and your dream, man. Yeah. But 36 shirts, they'll be gone. They'll, I know they'll be gone. And if they're not gone at this show, they'll be gone at the next one. You know what I'm saying? Easily. That's, that's, at least, that's one or two shows worth of merch. Oh, but. dude. You'll sell all those shirts. Yeah. I'm curious how much yours... Your, it ended up being with the logo, I think... What did I say it was? Like between 5 and $7 a shirt. I think it was like 5 5 or $7 a shirt or something like that. Which is probably pretty average. But it's also such a small order. When you your tip for you guys, you're ever running merchandise. Um, <laughs> it's it's very expensive to um, I mean, in contrast to getting a lot of them, like if you got like a hundred shirts or two hundred shirts or three hundred shirts, like that's where you get like a competitive price. But if you're doing like, I just need merch now, you're gonna definitely pay like an, a premium. But I also made sure they weren't shitty shirts. I could have got fucking the worst shirts, but I was like, they gotta be good. And they're that Hanes. I found that they're a little bit um they're the they're a little like, they're sick, but they're like a little wider, a like little they're boxy. boxy and they're not super, super long, but I was also looking at the, a double XL and that usually goes like this and not like this. What's mm -hmm. <laughs> so funny, dude. They do go like this, don't they? <laughs> the shirts, man. You loved that, man. They caught you off guard, dude. <laughs>
It's just because the way you described it. But I was looking at a double XL, and they and they go like this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I'm so excited, man. I'm uh, we I've been rehearsing. We've been rehearsing. I'm very excited. It's gonna be a great show. I'm so stoked. Nineteen ninety is dope. They're uh, they're awesome. And then also, guys, uh, Phoenix. If there's anyone here, man. If there's anyone here at all, <laughs> um, or if you want to come out, there's a a, a bigger show, a pretty cool one. I'm very excited about. We are direct support for Pale Waves, the band Pale Waves. That's what we've been joshing and joking about uh, hiding. But it's been announced, and that is October 14th um, at Tempe Marketplace. So I'm shitting my ball sack for that one. Uh, very there, excited, baby. though. Very excited. Just been rehearsing and going crazy. I feel good. I feel, I feel, I feel ready. Like, I'm good. I'm, I think me I'm and stoked. Steve are going to come out together. Oh, amazing. Amazing. That's money. You guys can live here if you want. Easily. Probably get Steve and, to uh, put me up in a spot. Yeah, Steve stays here. He puts you up in the spot. Mm-hmm. You got to treat you like the little queen that he is, that you are. That yeah, is. it's what I'm saying. If, you, if you're going to bring me out somewhere, you better put me up in a nice, I don't want like a five-star hotel. I want a nice, quaint little Airbnb, like oh, a little yeah. cabin oh. 300 oh, miles away. Dude, I stayed in one with Dill that it was like a dome. It was this wooden Oh, it was like one of the dome. eco ones? I don't know if it was eco, <laughs> was but it was all fucking like, uh, so cool. Solar power and shit? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. Like, but it had like full on electricity, kitchen sink. Like, it was so fucking cool. The layout on the inside, it was like literally this full circle. Like, but it was a it was a full like it wasn't just like a uh, like a plastic bubble or something. It was like an actual home. And yeah, it was so sick. Love that shit. I love, dude. Lauren and I for our anniversary last year, and which we got Lauren? this little. Uh, Lauren's my girlfriend. You you oh. met her. Um, oh, yep. No, of course. Yeah. Um, yeah, she's cool, right? Yeah, she's really cool. She's okay. really cool. Is she like, does she do the sex? <laughs> We're working up to it. Okay. How long have you guys been together? Uh, nine and a half years. Nine and a half divided by a serial number that's on the back of my guitar. Yeah, you're on your way. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to buy it, but the serial number on the back of my guitar. Back of my guitar. <laughs> You're on your way. Um, but we got this little Airbnb. It was like uh, it's in Topanga Canyon, like deep in the canyon, so it's like wooded and stuff everywhere. Topanga. And there's like this little like area that has a bunch of these small like uh, cabins and like they're like converted like mobile homes and shit, but like really fucking cool and like stylized and stuff like we stayed in one that was literally like copper on the inside it was like oh it was like converted a uh, train car and the inside cool. was like copper walls and shit and it was so this guy cool. loves trains dude that guy on tiktok who does the fucking super oh. wide like face cam and so like, oh it's like, beautiful oh it's the six it's the six D two hundred. Oh, she's beautiful. It's like the widest the fucking horn. alien the head. Horn. Oh, it's whistling for us. Oh, we're here at Piccadilly horn. Market, and we're waiting to see if we can get a glimpse at one of the my favorite trains. <laughs> I look at the train schedules daily. He's so wholesome, dude. So wholesome. I thought it was a bit for the first year. I think it's. I think he is genuinely very wholesome, but understands like self awareness and humor at the same time. He's and got it with that camera angle. Dude, he's with got that to. camera, come on, how are you gonna look at that camera and be like cinematic? 
He's watching this and thinking that you're a piece of ass shit. I thought that that was the best one. I thought I was pushing the envelope, really. I thought. You were, homie. I was doing something that was bold and inspirational. Because here's why. Think of it like this. Not only do you get to see my perspective, but you also got to see the train's perspective. And dude, he you got somehow in advance rigs a camera on the train. Dude, this is what they, this is what the train sees. <laughs> dude, oh my god, there it is! Oh, there's a minute. Yeah. Oh, I go get my camera. The train's passed. <laughs> oh my god, it's coming! I'll go get my camera. <laughs> yeah, dude, love trains, man. Love trains. Um, I want to do like a, a, a train like trip, like up to fucking Washington or something like take the Amtrak all the way up. They're cool. They are really cool. It's beautiful. I remember when I was a kid, we took the train out here from like Chicago family. You know, Um, we really, we lived on the trains for a while. Yeah. We were in the, in the last car, uh, where we, they made us eat a bunch of these squishy like protein squares. Because further up in the train is like the uh, the upper class ones, of course. and so one of day one day uh, this one guy who was like kind of our leader, he decided to like revolt against them. And, he's revolted. Um, he, yeah, no, he's, he's revered too. He, wasn't he, he was he? he was super stinky for sure. Um, and then yeah, we ended up just like and I and I was there, you know, and and we ended up killing like almost everyone uh, towards the front of the train. Good fucking god, man! That's a brutal story that you told. I think it affected me. That's crazy. You ever have any crazy experiences that are like, have you ever almost died? I have a memory of me almost dying and I don't know if it's even true. Um, well, oh. I got in a sledding accident when I was a kid and I hit okay, my head the story on starts a with a sledding accident. You didn't almost <laughs> die. <laughs> yeah. I hit my head on I'm the kidding, tree I'm and kidding, I was I'm in kidding. a concussion and I was unconscious and I was in the hospital. I woke up in the hospital. Holy fuck, man. That's so fucking I must've funny. been like six. <laughs> Dude, at six years old. <laughs> Dude, me and my cousin used to walk back in the in the bush, and there was this like big hill that had and there was this like, like witch. There was this witch that lived over there. This is witch, and she <laughs> and we'd go and us. fuck and throw rocks at her house and shit. Like he had sex with me. Dude, we would walk <laughs> back. Fuck you, have sex with me. It was like a, a bicycle walking trail in the forest that led up to this mountain that we call, I forget what the fuck we call it, like Blue Mountain or something like that. Um, and it was this big hill that was pretty It's called steep. Kill Yourself Mountain. And then it had this drop off that was like, like a little jump, but it went five feet straight down and there's just trees on both sides. And it was probably only like five feet wide as well. So you could easily fly into the trees. But they were like skinny trees, lots of them. It's like you'd still hurt yourself if you flew into them. But like we kind of fucked with that, like throwing ourselves into like, just like, you know what I mean? Just fucking like ragdoll situations. Yeah, for sure. Your snowsuits and stuff like that. Still hurt. But dude, we would fucking ride it together. Just, and then just fucking fly off and just fucking fly into the trees. And be like, uh, and for some reason, we did this thing where we'd literally pretend we pretend got knocked that you were out. Dead. I don't know why, but we were like 15. <laughs> And it would, we would be in like mild pain, but you'd be, and so you'd just like, oh fuck. And we'd be like, oh. <laughs> you okay? What? I don't know why. It made it so much more fun. Yeah. I was probably like 14. I was probably at an age where it was a little more acceptable, to be honest. I was pretty self-aware with, well, I was me and my cousin with too. Like 
playing make believe. It was probably like if you and I did that at fourteen, like just we like would do that now, dude. Acting, yeah, you're right. Exactly, I mean, it's acting. We're training. It is. It really is kind of acting. We're we're training, dude. It's living in the moment and you making know? it fun. Uh, other people would do other things for training. You know, a yeah. construction worker when they're training, they're jackhammering the fucking floor, and they're just making sure that they can do it. And for us, we're flinging ourselves into a bushel of trees and hitting our head on it and pretending we're unconscious. Yeah, a whole school of trees. But yeah. my moment where I almost died, at least if it, I don't even know if this fucking happened, bro. I really don't. I, I might have lied to myself when I was a kid and then saw the memory so clear so many times thinking about it that it's now what happened. But I, uh, I used to live in Canada uh, when I lived with my mom and my brother when I was young. And... Behind our house, we had like a backyard and there's like this like small little fence, but you could still just walk over it. And then there was this massive quarry that was like a big quarry where it's like maybe it, from what I remember, it looked like it was like 80 to 100 feet that went down like rock quarry, a very dangerous thing. We were told to never go near it. And we I have this memory of me going near it and kind of slipping in and like hanging like, <laughs> and then my brother Jesse saved me and pulled me up. I have a memory of that. How old were you? Oh, fucking six. Mm. And the quarry you, might now. Not sure, if it happened, I have no idea. But I have a vivid memory of it, and I've had this memory since. Mm. Uh, was it real? Probably. Ask your brother. Or maybe was I playing, and like maybe there was this little area that wasn't crazy, and I was, oh, you know what I mean? Maybe it was just Dude, this like little. When you're a fake kid and moment. you're like playing and shit. And like me and my friends would always be playing, like yeah, you would make you'd be play, you played doctor a lot with the boys. <laughs> yeah, and I was my the dick. and I was and I was my the brain surgeon. Itchy. Dude. my dick's itchy. Okay, let me cut up in your scalp and see and poke different parts of your brain. <laughs> your and see which part's gonna give you a boner. You wanted to you wanted them to touch your dick and they just immediately just wanted to do brain surgery on you. Okay, yeah, you can give me brain. Okay, my dick wants you to suck it. <laughs> oh, I have a, di a, a dick disorder. Oh, I'm I have a dead dick. Can you, you bring have me back to, bring to, life? to life with your mouth? <laughs> Suck me back to existence. No, dude, we would be playing make believe so intensely. Oh, yeah. We came up with the, uh, this fucking game. It was me, and it was Andrew, and it was Alexis, and it was Hannah. Dude. And we played this fucking game that we created this like world where there were like grim reapers after us and yeah. shit. And we would like, we were on that shit for a good year where literally we'd be like out like at one of our houses and shit. And then we'd be like, Oh my God, like they're here. And it was like this big ass dramatic oh, intense yeah. thing. And it was so dope, dude. Love to that the point shit. where we like, we, we like blurred the line between if we actually believed it or not. Oh yeah. I did that constantly too. It was the best thing ever, dude. One of ours, we had two. Here's the first one. Mm. One of ours was, dude, at my grandparents is where we used to celebrate Easter. Every year, all of our cousins would get together and my parents had like this little like, remember a little, how there used to be just sand pits in gardens? Or not in gardens, just sand pits uh, yeah, for kids to play in? Sandboxes. Mm -hmm. We had this little sandbox and we would make uh, like a quicksand hole and we were trying to catch the fucking Easter bunny every year. And it's so funny because it's like, he's got to step in this one spot in this massive you were massive you were, backyard you were booby trapping we were booby trapping i swear to god and we, every year we'd be like we're gonna fucking get him we're gonna then, fucking get him dude and we, we believed this shit and we believed well, it what for were years you to do when you, when you got him probably beat the shit out of him and take all his fucking candy and money or put him on display 
behead him. No, because our Easter bunny gave us money. Public dude. execution. Dude, my fucking grandparents would stash literally like $200 plus worth of money in in like the little plastic the colored eggs Easter eggs yeah. and Easter put them egg all hunt. over the yard and like hundreds of dollars. Like they just love to like have us like spoil us little poor, our poor, their poor, our poor, their poor grandkids. And like we come out of it $60, Only $70. Then, like they wouldn't ever yeah. help financially like the rest of the year. They no, 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 no. That's the yeah. one time they felt they could, you know. But it was amazing. It was so fucking fun to come out of with fucking money. That's how I learned the value of money. It's all in Easter eggs. Where are the fucking Easter eggs, man? I've been looking since I was fucking 10. Surprise egg. Surprise egg. Sponsored. <laughs> um, the other thing we egg. would do, the other thing we would fucking do, man, is like, um, oh, I fucking forgot. Oh, we built a game. We built a game um, same, similar to what yours was, but it was more Lord of the Rings based. And like, and then the other game we would do, me and my cousin, we would play Maple Story in real life, where I'd be like, I'm an archer, and then we'd run around, pretend, just literally, we'd ha- we'd probably go to the dollar store or something and buy like little weapons, yeah, and, and pretend that we were training and leveling up and grinding, and he'd be like, Oh, I just reached level thousand. Uh, yeah, literally, that's how the game would end every time. He'd be like, I'm level twelve. I'm like, Oh, really? I'm level thirty. <laughs> With no basis of anything, like you're just saying that. I'm just killing more. And then we'd, there'd be like this unspoken, like trying to do it faster than the other person. And you're actually, while doing that, becoming amazing at archery. Dude, speaking of Lord of the Rings. Legendary. Oh, I haven't seen the show and don't spoil it for me now. Okay. But is it good? I heavily fuck with it. Oh, sounds like it's not that good, but you love Lord of the Rings like I do. I really enjoy it. I think it's really good. Like, here's the number one thing, and this isn't a spoiler. With Frodo all Baggins the, like, dies in the end. It's too. It's like I, I don't even know. It's like hundreds and hundreds of years before that story. Yeah, wh- yeah. I don't know exactly it what about. Year. Um, it's is there about any of the same like, characters? The time period where they like create the the rings of power. Right, I knew that. I knew so that. it's like what, like a thousand years before fucking. So it's Frodo? about like B- B- Boromir and no, no, no. It's about Who's the, the main elves. Guy? The main character so far is Galadriel. Oh, cool. who's the yeah the yeah uh, he's the guy who had like the slick hair. No, like, that's oh. Elrond. Elrond's in it. Young oh. Elrond is in it. Uh, Galadriel, she's the the blonde elf that's in the that hot bitch. That yeah 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 that like oh, almost fuck. that like feels the temptation of the ring, and then she goes like, "All the power and the glory will go to me," and then she like resists it and comes yeah. back down, and then she's like, "But imagine if she gave dude, Frodo head, bro." That scene's so funny because she's like, "I did it. I resisted." <laughs> I resisted the temptation. <laughs> She's fucking coming. And then she gives Frodo the fucking vial of the starlight. Yeah. I, I Whoa, man, I just got fucking lightheaded, dude. There's got to be a porn out there where it's just they recreate that scene and she sucks Frodo's dick and I'm going to watch it. Oh, for sure. just glitched and froze so it's like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) bro but here's the thing that i am so excited about it feels like lord of the rings with all these things that like are like continuations of these big like ips and stuff like the star wars shows on fucking disney plus 
they don't feel like Star Wars. They feel like they just feel clunky and they feel like- They just like, use the world to tell a different story. Like they could, but the Andor show that's coming out looks incredible, like visually, like it's capturing, because it's the same guy who made Rogue One, which I think is the best like modern Star Wars thing. Um, but Lord of the Rings, dude, from the way that it's shot to the music oh. to literally like- Did they use Hans Zimmerman? Hans Zimmer? Hans Zimmer didn't do Lord of the Rings. I know, but did they use him? No. <laughs> they used uh, the lead singer of Good Charlotte. Right. Let me see who did the music, actually. But like, it feels like Lord of the Rings, which is just incredible. Dude, my, my guitar player met Jimmy Eat World the other day. Wow. Jimmy, like met Jimmy. Speaking is of- Is the main guy Jimmy? Speaking of pop punk bands. Yeah, his name's actually Jimmy. <clears throat> Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Last name, Eat World. So it's kind of annoying because I feel like people are like review bombing the show. Like, Yeah, because people just have it on a pedestal. Nothing could ever live up to it unless we But I think it's really fucking entertaining. It's like really good. I, I fuck with it. It's like, Do people like it better than they liked The Hobbit? I fuck with The Hobbit, dude. Hey, I, if you're I a Lord of the Rings the fan, Hobbit man. I the trilogy once and I think I was high for most of it. But here's the thing, dude. People need to realize that, yes, certain things will not be as good as the thing that was incredible. And most of the but time, that's, that's, not, happening. that's not repeatable. But if you're a real fucking fan of this thing, you'll enjoy most of what's made, unless it's literally god-awful. The Hobbit well, look, is... is we, I, hang on, hang on. The Hobbit is... I just need to say this because I'm passionate about it. The Hobbit it. is not bad. The Hobbit is not bad. It's actually pretty good. And it's just it, because it's, they use so much CGI. Yeah, in, but in a, like in a franchise where like the original trilogy was done mostly practically. Yeah, and, and it doesn't live up to the books. I get that too. That's some fucking on that Harry Potter shit. But like, hey, then you're not a fan of of the universe if you're not stoked that you get to watch more and experience more. Nothing will ever live up to the first time you watch Lord of the Rings. Duh. Does your shirt have fucking little basketballs on it? Yeah, dude. That's so funny. It's a Phoenix Sun shirt that I got as a joke to go see. Uh, I dressed up, I, uh, Dylan and I dressed up like uh, just total freaks and went to a, a, what do you call them? The person who can tell your future? A psychic? Literally. We dressed up like total freaks and went to a, a, a psychic. Why? Just for fun, just to see what it was all about. It was so generic. There was a couple things that you're like, that's pretty crazy, but all of the questions and, and talking we did before gave you all of the information you needed to be able to figure out what type of people we were. Mm-hmm. Oh. What are your dreams? Um, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in a band and I want to, you know, be a, Oh, so a it seems musician. like you want to be the center You're of attention. You're going to be a famous, famous, what's the name of your band? Whales talk. Famous, your band. I'm seeing mm-hmm. whales. I'm seeing a whale and it's talking. Oh my God. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Guys, this past three weeks for me has been uh, a crazy stressful time. Um, It's been amazing and I'm following my dreams and I'm doing everything right, but it's been crazy and hectic and stressful and there have been times where I've not had the right mindset and times where I've had, you know, the right mindset and I'm trying to pull myself out of at a certain mode so that I can stay on board and feeling good. It can be tough to train your brain to say, uh, to stay in problem solving mode when faced with challenges in life. And that's so true. You know what I mean? But when you learn how to find your own solutions, there's no better feeling. And that's all you can do. You have to find a way 
to handle these challenges without just imploding because it goes nowhere. It's not productive. And that's something that I preach and I, I really try to work on. Is this, is this productive? Is this productive? And, uh, you know, a therapist can help you become better a better problem solver, making it easy to accomplish your goals no matter how big or small. And with BetterHelp, it's been incredible. They've hooked me up with BetterHelp and I have absolutely gained tools that I have used in my everyday life to help me with my stresses and changing my mindset because your mindset is everything. Everyone needs therapy, whether you think it or not. It, it's not a bad thing. It's just, it's, it's the evolution of how we think and how we exist and we are constantly evolving and there is nothing wrong with having someone who's an expert help you evolve how you think and how to handle the stresses in your life. What inspired me to try therapy was just how much stuff I have going on, man, in my life, in my past, in my future, in my right now, all of it. My, uh, I, it's something that is overwhelming and can be crippling if I think about the benefits from, from working with BetterHelp have just been like so immense. It's been giving me tools and regular things that I can apply instantly. Um, what you can get from therapy, I imagine, is, is similar to what I'm getting. Just these tools, man, these tools and this way to train yourself. You need tools. We all need tools, man. Can't build a house with your bare hands. Can't cut a tree down with your bare hands. You know what I mean? You need tools. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, accessible, affordable, and entirely online. Get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey and switch therapists at any time. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com pine today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com pine. Guys, by doing this, you'll be doing yourself such a massive due diligence with your mental health. And you'll also be supporting the show, which we greatly appreciate. We love BetterHelp, we love what they're doing. So thank you to BetterHelp. Get yourself some help, man, we all need it. Dude, you're about as talented as Danny DeVito. Thank you, bro. God's Anyways, truth. I think that there's a fine line between what you're saying, and because I agree with it, but- There can be terrible things. I'm not saying yes, that there aren't things I terrible. I think that there's but if uh, you're like a obviously fan, like an expectation with, with things that are like, like with the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, that was a thing that came up and was like, oh my God, I can't believe that this is happening. It's, and they got fucking Hayden Christensen to play Darth Vader. Like this is everything that we've ever wanted, right? And it's like, you have so much there to work with. And then they shit the bed with it. And I'm yeah. like, how the fuck, dude? Like that's one for me where I'm like, as I was watching it, I was like, I'm happy this is happening and I'm, trying to be helpful for it, but I don't know, man. And then by the end of it, I was like, that didn't have to be made. Right. I mean, here's the thing. I do get the circumstances where like the wrong team gets a hold of an IP for something and doesn't make it with the same intention and they want to turn it into something that they, that can be pop or they're, you know, when, when everyone started taking the fucking guardians of the galaxy formula, like I understand that. And that can be, like a disservice to the thing, but at least for Lord of the Rings specifically, there is nothing bad about the Hobbit, like bad, like uh, whatever. The CJ is not great, but yeah, like still I can sit down and watch the Hobbit yeah. and be like, I'm so glad I can add this to my experience of watching Lord of the Rings. Cause when I watch Lord of the Rings, the trilogy, I'm so sad when it's over cause I want more. Mm -hmm. And so then it's like, the, I mean, Breaking Bad killed it with Better Call Saul. That's the perfect, like, oh, we made more finish, for you. I need to finish Better Call Saul. I, I only you never saw the, the first all two seasons. No, I didn't finish Dude, it. Dude, Better Call Saul might be 
better than Breaking I've heard Bad. That. I've heard that. It's in like, certain ways. Yeah. It's so um, dialed. Like they when mm-hmm. they when they crushed Breaking Bad and realized like we did something crazy here, they're like, let's keep this momentum because I think we found something here that there's there's more and we're there now, you know? But um yeah, no, so I think I redact a little bit. I came off a little hot, guys. I get it. There's gonna be a lot of haters about what I said. I'm like, well, the hobby was trash. And then just like I still think like, hey man, relax, then you don't love Lord of the Rings as much as I no, do. No, yeah, it's like you want, you want to talk like that, then you don't love Lord of the Rings as much as I do. No, yeah, Clay's number one. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, I'm saying just comparatively to someone who's like, I hate the Hobbit. I won't even watch it. Then you don't like Lord of the Rings as much as I do. (laughs) (laughs) Simply, or like you put too much pressure on it. And also, when like you're dealing with those huge like IPs like that, when they do a follow up or a reboot or a fucking sequel or a prequel or something, um, it's not just like one person writing the script for it. It's a fucking whole team of like writers and producers and fucking like continuity fucking producers and people that are like forming this thing. So it takes away so much like creativity because it has to be in line with this certain thing. Like with star Wars, like that's a massive fucking multimedia property, fucking IP where there's so many storylines. And like when Disney bought them and then, made all the expanded universe shit where there was like hundreds of books and comics and all this shit expanding the lore. They made all that shit, not Canon anymore. And then set up this new, like Disney star Wars Canon, which is like the official Canon to star Wars. So then you have like now this very tight area that you have to fit into. And when you're dealing with a fucking story, like that happens, Oh man, dude, so much fucking lore between fucking revenge of the Sith and a new hope. They keep, setting things there and it's like motherfucker we know what happens at the beginning of a new hope there's only so much you can do in this time but to we're keep gonna us tell excited. the story of jabba jabba's Dude, like, upbringing hey it doesn't matter man because i know that jabba gets fucking strangled by princess leia in return of the jedi so who don't gives you want to see why he got so fucking fat no okay but it's not really exciting anyways it's not even that good anyways but the other thing is like, I will say, you know, and again, to, to give credit to why, you know, I can understand why certain things are bad and looked at as bad because if, if there's a legendary movie that they want to make a, a second one of or a legendary series, unless I'm wrong, I'm assuming that, well, let me actually say this instead of what I'm going to say. They should use the exact identical crew to be able to make the next one better and it seems like and i can't always i don't really know it seems like they're they're unable to so when they make you know the hobbit it's not got the same people that made the whole same people might be some of the same people but i mean jackson directed it but i mean using the same people who fucking wrote it the same people who fucking shot it the same people who did the cgi in lord of the rings like i mean using the the same um that's not always like no, I don't think that's always necessarily the case. And no, but no, I'm, thinking, like, I'm saying they should. They should do that. No, I mean, I don't, I don't think can, it's always necessary. Um, and that's like, but wouldn't that solve the problem? Wouldn't that then? Wouldn't the Hobbit just be fucking perfect? If the same writers who wrote Lord of the Rings, the movie, the script, same directors, same editors, you know what I mean? All that shit. Then you know, if you got new actors to play different characters, great. You find the right actors. Oh, same, dude, same cast. All the director. same writers. Uh, really. Did The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings for Oh, fuck. Look. Then why did it not so good compared? Um, Because they decided to make a trilogy out of one book. 
I got I got nothing, man. Then you guys, I'm sorry about what I said. I I assumed that it was bad because there's no way that they, the, the whole same team made it. Because and now I understand more. I get it, man. And we're learning and we're growing here. And um, no, but also like um, you, there's a disconnect sometimes because you know like there's a, a fucking movie that's made and it's an absolute banger, um, and you know because the director fucking killed it and it was perfectly written. Like for example, Sicario. Denny Villeneuve directed it. He is uh, one of the goats. Like he's one of the most incredible <laughs> fucking right. Yeah, yeah. One of the most incredible directors. Taylor Sheridan wrote it. Who Taylor Lautner wrote it, and he did not do a good job. So it's then so they hot. they scrapped that, passed it on to Taylor Sheridan, who wrote it. Who also did Wind River and fucking um, God Hell or High Water. Um, and fantastic writer. He also did Yellowstone, which I haven't seen, but I've heard it's amazing. Um, fantastic. One of the tightest, like almost like, like crime neo-Western type of writers in Hollywood. Um, so you have two fucking powerhouses behind the conception of that idea for Sicario. Right. And then you, the, the studio sees how big of a success that was. And they're like, okay, we need to make a sequel. And then Danny Villeneuve's like, no, I'm not going to make a sequel. I didn't have it. Like, I don't have any. And he's like, I'm not fucking being involved in that. Good luck. Yeah. And he just lets them fucking sink. Well, not like sink. Like he just doesn't want to be involved in for whatever reason, whether that's they're not interested or there's a scheduling conflict. Cause I think he did. Um, then don't make it yet. Blade Runner. Then don't but make that's it. That's not what the studio, the studio is not thinking that the studio is like, we need to capitalize on this and make money off of it. I, I guess, I guess no matter what they're like, Oh, if you're not involved in it, everyone who watched that's going to watch this. And we made b- fucking billion dollars on that. This is at least going to make a billion dollars, even if it sucks. So th- yeah. it's literally a money decision. And that makes it you have, all. You have one side that's focusing on the art and creativity. And you have one yeah. side that's focusing on the money and the business. And those things don't always fucking line up. Yeah. And so like, uh, I didn't see Sicario too, and I don't think it's like bad, but I don't think it's got this. I mean, Sicario one's a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, um, it's so good. Literally. I think I did see Sicario two with Steve. Could be wrong. Still not Man. bad ratings, but like a step down. But still, like it still has a sixty one meta score, which is like fine. That's so meta. <laughs> yep. Whatever. Totally. Totally. Oh, hey, uh, random thing. I just remembered because I got a notification. Swayze's playing on the radio on Sunday. What? On Alt what, what station? 93.3. It's like, it's a is real ass just, station. Uh, is that just for Arizona? It is just Arizona. It'd be like an LA, like Alt. They probably have Alt LA. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's not like a tiny little local station. It's like the real, like that's what everyone listens to in Bro. fucking Arizona. Like it's the cool station. It's on a show called Homegrown. Because we're from Arizona, technically, um, but like it's it's the real deal. It's the first time we'll be played on like Bro. not like a college radio stations are great and super grateful for it, but like it's the real deal. But real like deal yeah, radio. a broadcasted like yeah statewide fucking station. That's incredible, bro. Thank you, dude. Yeah, super um, excited. Just want to throw that in there. If you're in Arizona, you should listen on Sunday. And if you're not in Arizona, you should drive to Arizona. Tune in. Tune in. Nine to ten. Ten. Definitely tune in, man, because they might know how many people tuned in. That could be sick. I don't know. Could they know that? I don't think they'll. I don't think they can. They do. They know how many people are currently listening and and shit like that. And they have reports and you know it's just all it's all connected to a database as well. Just like how Spotify can Mm. track how many streams and live listeners there are. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, you you might be right. Maybe I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's that's insane though. Like I, I can't believe I mean that makes sense. I guess I understand that from a money perspective. And if I was a studio, I'd say the same thing. I'd be like, We're making this movie. We have to take advantage of this now. Um, we'd love for you to direct it, man. But if you're not, then yeah, we'll find someone we think can do the trick. And then the movie sucks or the tr- this next trilogy sucks or isn't as good and they still make a fuck ton of money from it. Yeah. And I mean, it is like a the Star Wars sequel trilogy. Can't like, be mad at uh, that. 789, yeah. you know, like, uh, but that, that confirms so much can't be mad at that. money. So if you understand that and you're a fan of the series, then you watch and you go, yeah, it wasn't as good, but I got more. Uh, more is better and they made money not always because look with that sequel trilogy for star wars dude just so like out of touch with you mean like what four, star five, wars six? is no uh seven eight nine the one with uh fucking kylo yeah yeah, it, it definitely didn't give me. It didn't make me actually feel like you have Star the Force Wars Awakens. Game. The J.J. Abrams did. Where I like the Force Awakens. Force Awakens is entertaining, and yeah. I think it was. I mean, it was a new starting point, so you have to look at it as that. But it that's was what a, I enjoyed. It was a beat I enjoyed for beat like remake of A New Hope, pretty much. Right, right, right. And but, but like for for a new generation, and like that was fun for me. I did enjoy that. But here's the biggest fuck. Yeah, for sure. Here's the biggest baffling fucking thing they didn't have a plan for the trilogy when they made they, it they just went we'll see what happens if people like this they, and then we'll they figure it out we're obviously going to make a trilogy but they didn't plan out the trilogy yeah it was like jj abrams you you take this okay this is the movie i'm going to make and i'm going to set up some like mystery and some like plot lines and stuff like that um and then they just didn't make another one and then no and then ryan johnson got put on the last Jedi and, and he was like, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm going to do my own so thing. Funny. And like, if you look at last Jedi on its own, I think that last Jedi gets a lot of hate and some of it's deserved. But Wait, there's, the last Jedi, is that the one, which one is that? That's the episode eight. That's the one with Snoke when they kill Snoke. And it's like the big fight in the fucking throne room with the red guards and shit. Oh, 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 oh. yeah. I didn't really give a fuck about those ones to be fair fair because like there isn't much to give a fuck about you have they're bringing back old characters for fan service and trying to incorporate them in the story make them important and then they're also uh setting up new characters um that aren't like interesting or that you can like empathize with and give a shit about like ray to me dude ray is like has absolutely no character or personality whatsoever i think finn should have been the main character or at least focused on more like the first uh, episode, Force Awakens, when Finn, how dope is an idea of a fucking stormtrooper who like defects and then joins the rebellion? That's such a dope so, fucking idea because it so humanizes cool. like stormtroopers. That and, like, is a that's a show, right? That's a fucking. But that's like show. something they should have focused on more because yeah. But then even in that own in its own movie, it didn't do that because like if you take the time, cause like forever, right? All the clones and all the stormtroopers. well, maybe not the clones cause they had like the show Clone Wars with like the all like personalities and shit, but like stormtroopers, right? In the original trilogy, you never see one of their faces. Those are all just like faceless, mindless, fucking bad soldiers who you can kill as many as, as you want and you don't give a shit. Yeah. But with Finn now having a personality, taking his mask off, becoming one of the main characters. Now that humanizes all the other stormtroopers totally, because you realize, time. holy shit, 
there's a fucking real person under all those masks. Dude, there's a real person that I fucking killed in Lego Star Wars a million times and just thought they were little <laughs> and robots. They fell apart into a bunch of little fucking Lego yeah. pieces. But then so like, but so you're and like at the beginning when like there's that fight and like uh his like friend, the other stormtrooper, dies and like touches his helmet and like smears the blood on his mask. That's a very like intimate and personal experience. But then he just goes to like switching sides and has no problem just killing so many fucking stormtroopers. And it's like, bro, these were like your 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 boys. Yeah, just like instantly just fucking demolishes all yeah, of them. Yeah, so then it just takes away the impact of that immediately. Yeah. But then Dude, like, my bro, last in so let me finish this fucking t- Absolutely. fucking rant. In the Last Jedi, they just like sidelined Finn put him in some bullshit fucking storyline where he has to like go to this planet and like find this, this code breaker to go break down the, the Ray had potential and was like a dope idea, but then they just like kind of didn't really make it anything important. They left it very generic. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, she's uh, like the epitome of like a character that comes from nothing. And then somehow is just so strong. Yeah. And then, they tried to like make that make sense by being like, she's a Palpatine. And I'm like, what man? The way that's that cool. Last but Jedi like develop ended, that further. The way that last Jedi ended was they killed Snoke, which I thought was dope. And then it was Ray and Kylo facing off. Right. Yep, that's what yep, they should have stuck with for episode yep. nine, focusing on them, two characters that you've developed, maybe not the best, but you've at least developed over two movies. Uh-huh. Make it about them. No, we'll bring back the fucking emperor. Yeah. And we'll explain it in the opening title crawl. Bro, they literally, in the fucking, out of nowhere, in the opening title crawl of episode nine. Exposition. It literally goes, voices of the past. Emperor Palpatine has somehow returned. It's like, what? Dude, that's insane. I will, you know what? I wonder if a lot of people relate to this. That's dog shit. My only last actual, actual fond memory of Star Wars, and I'm talking like that one that will stick forever, that when you think of Star Wars, you know, you think of a certain things. My like ending memory of, of actual Star Wars is Anakin in the lava pit having mm-hmm. that battle. That's where Star Wars ended for me. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, dude, is my favorite. Me too. That's, because that's literally... Like- the end of Star Wars for me. Like then, yeah. then, I, then everything else is just like fucking HBO blockbuster movies trying to capitalize on Star Wars. Literally, I mean, I think, and that, I enjoyed, I enjoyed them. I even enjoyed uh, the those ones. Like those things, everything you just said bothered me. But like, I went to the yeah, theaters still, and I saw them. I'm like, oh man, what a, what a great time! I had a great yeah. time. And you're but, like, a little, you're it, bummed it, because you know, like, ah. Oh. But at the same time, you're like, not, yeah, it's entertaining. This did not create a Star Wars memory for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are six movies, six Star Wars movies no, there's that nine. did. Oh, but right. well, there's six that mm-hmm. did that for me. Mm-hmm. Six movies. I remember so it's the not first like they I made saw, two yeah. and then one was bad. And then for me, there are six full movies that forever have a place in my heart and my memory. And that's what Star Wars is. And everything after that is just trying, really I think trying. Rogue One is visually incredible yeah totally totally like, it still didn't like did it create this it's like, still one of those things where you know because of what the story is you know exactly how it's going to end they're all going to die because that's literally yeah. how episode four starts is with like uh this crew Kemper of rebels, or lord vader team Kemper. 
Kimberly Lord Vader teen. Kimberly Lord Vader. Kim Vader. The name's Vader. Kimberly Vader. Vader's wife. <laughs> Dude, but she has a mask, but it's like... <laughs> she smokes cigarettes. <laughs> Just big DSLs. I want to have sex. <laughs> I want to have sex. I don't feel like sex anymore. You fucking bitch. Take, take my pants off and make it take happen. Take my pants off. I'm, I'm, I'm suspending myself and back to tank. <laughs> I'm going to suspend myself in an isolation tank and I want you to fuck me. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <gasps> fuck. I said no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was I gonna say? Um, but anyways, yeah, man, you know, life's been. I've been busy. You've been busy. Been busy, man. You've been going through it a little bit, huh? Been going through a little bit, you know, just in a little bit of a of a lull. Yeah. Of a, of a you know, peaks and valleys. Yeah. But and James and I, we've talked about that off camera. Obviously, we're not gonna get into our deep darkest secrets. But uh, no, just normal life shit, man. Just like those highs and lows of just like semi unexplained, you know, uh, like you just kind of feel like, man, you know, I don't know why I feel a little. Yeah, we don't, we don't have to get into it. 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 I've never been more stressed in my entire life than the past like three weeks. Yeah, I literally have to uh, stop doing this in a minute and then finish prepping for this call I have for this project I'm pitching. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, a couple things that I need to wrap up for the show. Um, and I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait for you to come see me. I just, I'm I so I hope, excited, dude. I hope I feel comfortable and feel happy and excited. And I'm not like self-conscious. I don't think I'll be like, been rehearsing enough and like rehearsing, uh, you know, with, with Dill and, and dude, just have, Hal there it's and, your dream. It's yeah. your fucking dream. Have yeah. so much fun. Yeah. Well, you go crazy and fucking jump and fucking. Yes. I'll fucking stage. Show, dude. I'll start a I mosh pit. I love it. For Ottawa rock star. You should beat the shit out of Steve. Dude. Yeah. 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 Like a fucking one of those fighting robots that just constantly I'm punching him like this, but I'm landing every shot. <laughs> but anyways, guys, thanks for watching the podcast this week, man. We'll have a lot more to talk about. I think James and I are both a little overwhelmed as far as like what we're doing, but it is still so nice to just sit down and talk about some fucking Star Wars, man. It's like, yeah. gives me similar vibes to watching a movie, you know, which I haven't even been able to do in a while. So I really appreciate getting to sit down and just enjoy james and enjoy talking for you guys and we love you so much and again please come out to the moroccan lounge in los angeles on the 14th of this month very soon doors are at 10 p.m you can come early come say hi man come snag a shirt if you want to you don't have to i'm going through a rough financial time you guys uh it'll be a great show maybe maybe plan on picking up a shirt for you know maybe plan support your boy probably planning on picking up a shirt or i'll buy them all buy them all for me man you can have them dude i won't i probably won't even have one i might keep one one in whatever size doesn't sell just as a memory. X, you know? X, S. X, extra, extra small. <laughs> yeah. But love you guys, man. Um, we'll see you guys in the next one. Fuck yeah. Oh, my conversation.
Conversations start with explanation 